0: For the story behind the action, catch Tabisom Musiya, weekdays at 7 p.m., Well, as we mentioned on Monday that following that emergency meeting over the weekend, the Two Oceans uh, Marathon uh, board uh, decided that uh, all the events scheduled for the 8th to the 11th of April have been cancelled amid the COVID-19 pandemic and uh, the global spread of COVID-19. And we are joined on the line now by race director Deborah Barnes. Deborah, good evening and thank you very much for speaking to us on SAFM tonight.
1: Good evening and thank you for having me.
0: Thanks Deborah. Your decision to cancel the race was made before the president declared a national disaster. We got that statement very early, I think on Saturday morning. What motivated your decision?
1: Well, we'd been meeting with our medical team for a few a week or so before that was when, you know, the um, coronavirus first um obviously it it was clear globally that this was a pandemic and that sooner rather than later we'd be Impacted by this this um, pandemic, um, so we've been meeting with our our you know team of medical authorities, our team doctors who've been working with us on this event, and it became clearer and clearer as the days progressed that we needed to, first of all, implement very um, strong measures to to safeguard the runners, the the people who work on the event, the exhibitors, the suppliers, and all of their staff. As the days progressed, it became further clearer to us that we really did not have an option. There was very little opportunity or way that we could ensure the safety of the runners. Um, If you think about it, how much space, uh, you know, social distancing requires. And with the volume of almost 30,000 participants across the weekend, Mm -hmm. in addition to all the staff, it became very, very almost impossible to even find a way to make it happen. Um, so following a very urgent board meeting and discussions about about those very factors, um, we, you know, we felt that the best decision at that point was to, to cancel the event.
0: And was it a tough decision to make considering, I mean, how big an event it is on the calendar?
1: It was incredibly difficult. We mulled over it for hours and hours, also given the fact that we know that, you know, there's such, a, you know, the, the people wait for this event every year. People fly into Cape Town and the Western Cape, into South Africa. they train for this event. So it was incredibly heartbreaking for us to have to make this decision. But at the end of the day, it was really in the interest of the safety of the, of the running community.
0: And just to be clear, I've been using the word cancelled. Is that is that is that correct? Uh, it's been cancelled. It will not happen again this year.
1: Yes, we actually, you know, we we also discussed whether we should be postponing um, or cancelling, and there were factors that led to us making that final decision. And one of it is really a reality for all, for all of us. We don't know how long COVID-19 is going to be around, um, and seemingly it's just getting worse and worse by the day. So when you look at the rest of the year, the rest of 2020, it was very really difficult to estimate how this is going to play out from a from a safety and a runner's safety perspective, given the fact that overnight the the escalation races is absolutely out of extraordinary. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, you know, the fact that the running calendar is also very congested. So to be able to find a suitable date in amongst all the other major events um, was also going to be a difficult one to to navigate. And then, you uh, you know, with event season from September onwards, access to suppliers and all of that would become a bit of a a challenge but i think the main um, overriding reason was the fact that no one at this stage knows how far or how long um, the coronavirus will be around
0: and the race was due to take place on the 11th but the activities uh, were starting on the 8th i mean that's just over two weeks away Uh, what would be the implications of a cancellation like this deborah how how has it affected uh, your planning and everything that you were looking to do
1: it It has huge implications, as you can imagine I mean we had an a, the expo would have started on the eighth with mm. the race pack registration um all our exhibitors we have had to obviously cancel because of this um we had booked venues we had made sure all the traffic management and medical plans were in place um as you can imagine, an event of this size requires um huge infrastructure but also huge um human resources so we were well advanced in you know getting this event um off the ground and unfortunately you know, these kinds of things happen and a decision is almost made for you because you really can't compromise the health and safety of all the people who are involved in the two oceans now.
0: You released a statement then today to confirm that there will be no refunds which is a part of your terms and conditions but can you just explain this further because some people are not happy.
1: Understandably so and we absolutely understand that it, that people are unhappy. At this stage having just you know cancel the event we are also still assessing the, con- the the overall financial implications to the event on this uh, due to this cancellation we haven't completed that exercise but clearly um you know what people don't know is that entry fees um cover just a small portion of the total cost of the event the infrastructure the services that we need to put out along the route um along a fifty eight this year kilometer route and a twenty one a start and finish is it's huge. So the team is actually currently just, you know, putting together the full impact, financial impact on this event. Um and, you know, we needed to obviously get back to runners and confirm that at this stage, um, you know, we we wouldn't be able to refund um the entry fees um as, as per the rules, unfortunately.
0: And was it not possible to to move the registrations fees to next year for those who still want to take part?
1: Yeah, again, that is also part of the current discussion on how we, you know, we we make it easier for runners going forward, bearing in mind that we're very aware of the of the financial outlay that runners have to you know put forward to to participate in events like ours and other marathons. Not only in South Africa, but around the world, it's it's a big cost, and we and we're very mindful of that. So we are looking at ways at, at how we can accommodate, um, you know, some of those kinds of requests. And we will no doubt be putting out this, you know, feedback on these issues in the next couple of weeks. Um, we have a lot to work through um, in terms of the cancellation, supplies who have been committed to and signed up, and service providers and you know, production of different elements that have said already in place. So once we have done that exercise, I think we'll be able to give a more clear review on how we're going to manage things going forward. And we really appeal to the very unhappy runners just for, you know, to give us that little time just to, to work through this.
0: Point seven of your terms and conditions says the event may be cancelled or changed due to severe weather or any other factors that may be deemed to threaten the safety of athletes, staff or volunteers. And uh, mm-hmm. all entry fees are non-refundable and non-transferable under all circumstances included, but not limited to cancellation of the event or the athlete's mm-hmm. participation. This is an extraordinary case, COVID-19. We've never seen, experienced something like this uh, before. Are there no exceptional circumstances here that can apply?
1: So, look, I mean, as I said, we are assessing all of that. You know, we are looking at it. We're looking at the feedback from the runners, but we're also looking at what, you know, how we move forward in terms of the sustainability of the event as well. Um, you know, we, we, it is very tough out there for every, for everyone economically, and we, we want to be able to ensure that we are able to run an event in 2021 as well.
0: What about the t-shirts?
1: So, yes, I mean, we, you know, we, um, we, what we've decided at, as a first one, because the, the t-shirts um, have been produced, um, we, we want to be able to give um, the runners the t-shirts that, you know, the ultra marathon will get their t-shirts, the, the half marathon will get t-shirts, and we, as an added extra, we're also going to be providing um, a, a 2020 buff um, that's been that's produced. Um, so those are the things that we can immediately say we will definitely be providing. If runners have bought a book or any other item, those will be prov- delivered. And then of course, refunds on on the added extras of parking and and metal engraving, which you know is is um has been paid by runners, those will be refunded immediately. And we will be working on the mechanics on how that happens. We'll be in contact with the runners. And specifically around the T-shirts, the logistics of that, um, obviously runners come from far and wide, not only across the country, but also um, internationally, we're finalizing the logistics of how we get the T-shirts to them. Okay, these, so those items.
0: so there was a question on Twitter, actually, that said, um, must we call them? Are they going to call us? So, So they must wait for you to communicate.
1: Yes, look, um, and of course our lines are open to take any calls of concerned runners, but we certainly will be communicating within the next couple of days on how we're going to manage all of that and make sure that it gets into the hands of the runners who need to receive them.
0: Somebody's asking about goodie bags because they usually get nice goodie bags at Two Oceans.
1: Yes, that's usually one of the perks of uh, coming to collect your race pack um, and your registration number. So so those we're holding over to 2021. So that's, you know, uh, it's it's in production. It's not done. And medals will also be held over to 2021. Um, So unfortunately, those things won't be um, delivered to runners this year. Um, But the medal is a finisher's medal. So I suppose one can understand you get it when you finish the event.
0: Mm. And then do you have any idea what happens to those that have booked their hotels and booked their flights? Now they have to obviously communicate with the the different airlines or the hotels themselves.
1: Yes, so what we've been asked a couple of times is to provide. I think some of the airlines have been really open to to refunds. Um, They need some documentation confirmation that the runner has in fact entered the race. So we're able to provide that information if if Mm -hmm. requested. And again, our lines are open for that. Um, and the tiles, I mean, you know, they, um, we, with, through our partners, we also ask for them to be, you know, open to, to, be, uh, to accommodating the runners. There are um, travel to, um, tourism companies hmm. who book um, full packages, and, and I'm aware that they are working with you know, the hotels and the airlines to, to soften the blow to the runners who are now not able to
0: participate. Okay. And finally, where can they just uh, get updates? Must they go online uh, on, on your, on your uh, website?
1: Yes, yeah, so what we do, we also send mailers directly to each and every runner that's okay. on, that that's entered for the event. But then we also um, update all our platforms, um, all our, on our website. So you know, and of course, calling us at any time. But we use all our communication platforms to communicate with the runner. The first being obviously a direct emailer into the inbox, a personalized emailer to say this is the current status or this is the update.
0: Okay, Deborah, thank you very much for giving us clarity and speaking to us here. Um, tough times, indeed. The decisions had to be uh, made, and as you said, it wasn't an easy one. And uh, we look forward to the event next year. Then. Thank
1: you so much. Thanks for. So
0: Thank, thank you, uh, thank you. Uh, it's a pleasure, Deborah. That's uh, Deborah Barnes there, who's the rights director of the Two Oceans. So there you have it, folks. And Cosinati Walls on Twitter. I hope that answers your questions. Because you, your question, because you did say, please ask them why they cannot move our registration fee to next year uh, because we still want to run next year, and they're saying they can't do that at the moment. But they're going to have to relook at their terms and conditions uh, because of what they've learned now after what's happened with COVID nineteen.